comparing yourself to someone else makes you try to play their game and pulls your attention away from what matters most, serving your customers and serving your team. Play your own game, your own game, the best way you know how. Keep growing in character and as a person, keep turning yourself from maybe a taker to a matcher to a giver. You can change and grow. You can improve your life. You can improve your skill set. You can improve your character. You can become the person that you want to be. I know you can. I've seen so many people do it and I've done it myself. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material Episode 15. Stop comparing yourself to other people. It's not helping you. Let's get into this. In the corporate world, there is a habit, there is a reasonable habit of comparing yourself against other people. I get it. I get it. Your bosses compare you. People compare each other all the time. The problem with comparing yourself against somebody else or with somebody else is that you start to want to be like that other person. You start thinking that that other person's values, that other person's character is better than you, that other person's skills are better than yours. And you start wanting to head them off at the pass. You start becoming this super competitive person that instead of taking your best interests at heart, your whole focus and your goal is to take down that other person. This isn't good in business and it's not really good for your personal life either. It's not good for uh, your performance inside a company. It's not good for how you do your job. Let me tell you a huge story and a lot of people know this. I'm sure everybody here knows the company Apple and you might still remember Samsung. Uh, If you're as old as I am, you know Samsung as a company, sure. All right, it's not that hard. They produce the Galaxy phones and whatnot. They used to be a supplier of Apple's. Apple used them for their technology inside some of their first iPads and smartphones, I believe. Samsung found out what Apple was doing with their technology. They They were partners in this, and they went from supplier to competitor, And over the course of of a few years, they rose to become the two top dogs in the smartphone industry. It was Apple against Samsung. Samsung was the, the Android phone company. There were still a few small Android competitor, you know, Uh, companies within the Android sphere, but Samsung was the top dog. Those two companies, Apple and Samsung, were such competitors. Now, here's a point. They were competitors, but Samsung took their competition a lot more seriously than Apple. Apple as a company 
kept thinking about the customer first. They kept trying to get layers and layers deep. I don't know if you have studied Apple's marketing, but it's incredible. They don't, you know, a lot of companies stop on the feature level and then some better companies go a little bit deeper and, and they get the wants behind those features. Why do people want those features? It's the wants. Okay. Apple gets even deeper and they go into the desires and the identity of the person that they're going after. So they understand what does that person identify as? Who does that person want to be? Can I take it a step further and make that person believe that with my product, they would be incredible? Uh, So they go, you know, you, you can look at Apple's marketing through the ages, but they look at their customer's identity and they make that the center of their marketing efforts. This whole story is about not just product development, because those two products are remarkably pretty similar, Samsung and Apple. It's all about the marketing and the positioning and the competition. Here we have these two companies, Apple and Samsung, and Apple is going forward. They're going up basically in a in a straight line. People are recognizing them as the top smartphone producer. They are top of their game. They're doing great. And Samsung is continually trying to take them down. They're not focusing their efforts on understanding the customer. They're not focusing their efforts on becoming necessarily the next best thing. They're focusing their efforts on taking Apple down. So you see the difference in that focus. You see how they're trying to head Apple off. It's not helping. It didn't help them. It didn't. And now where are they, right? Who, who even has a Samsung phone? So it's, it's not helpful necessarily to be competitive or that competitive to compare yourself to other people, to compare your business to other businesses. Instead, you need to look internally, understand who you are, what your unique differentiation is, who your customers are, who your customers need you to be. And if you are a person in an organization, who you are, who your boss needs you to be, who your company needs you to be, who your customers at your company need you to be. And if you're two or three positions removed from customers, you still have to think about who your customers need you to be. I'm just going to say this. If you are in, in a company, in a big company, and you're comparing yourself to other people, and you start to want to be like those other people, you start to want to build the skill set of the other people, the communication style of the people you're comparing yourself to, you start wanting to have the same character as the other people, you know, some people go so far as to dress the same way, get the same haircut of the person that you're comparing yourself to. Let me just say, you are always going to be a second rate version of someone else. You can only be a first rate version of yourself. If some Something seems off in your office and that's why, or in your work, and that's why you're trying to become someone else. It's not going to work. You can't be someone else. You can only be you. So if something seems off, if you've been working hard, you're trying to excel at your job and you just can't get good at it, then you're probably in the wrong job or the wrong company. Stop comparing yourself to other people and start looking for what you are good at and what environment you can be your best self in. Your boss didn't hire you so you could be a clone of someone else. Your boss hired you because they saw something in in you that they wanted on their team. 
I've said these things to other people as I've been managing my team over the years, I've had some great counterpoints given to me and maybe some that you're thinking of right now. Like people compare themselves all the time. Yeah, they do. You don't have to participate. You don't have to be somebody who compares yourself against somebody else. And then usually the discussion goes to our managers are comparing us at least once a year, if not quarterly or like constantly, right? And here's the answer. Yes, they are. Your manager is comparing your productivity, your output with somebody else's productivity and their output. So if you're not in the right job for you, then those comparisons will pull you down. They're looking at metrics and and communication styles and how well you lead a team, but mostly it's the metrics. If you're working on being a better you, then you'll either do great in your role or you'll find another role that fits you better. I know that's harsh. I know that's harsh. I've had to fire people because the role didn't fit the person. You know what? That's okay. Uh, It was miserable for everyone. So that person ended up finding a better role or that the person I'm thinking of, there are multiple people, ended up finding a better role that suited them better and they're happier now and so is everyone else. If you're trying real hard, your managers are comparing you and you're not getting ahead in your job, you might need to find another role or another company or both. Let me just diverge one more time on this one because managers, yeah, they, they will compare you and you have to do better in your role if you're going to keep that role. You can't expect to be top of your game within the first three months in a role. But after that, you should be continuously and constantly improving in your job. Now, I have a different way of looking at things. I don't know if you've noticed. And when I'm in a role, I like to do my job a different way, an unconventional way, a way that other people haven't thought of. Maybe maybe I'm just, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. But I really don't like following the normal instructions that people give me. I always want to find a better way. And that's one of my unique skill sets, finding a better way to do things, finding the third or fourth or fifth option when I've only been presented with two, finding a way that is unconventional and works best for our customers, for marketing, for product, for sales, for engineering, for everyone involved so that our customers love us and want to stay with our, with our products, with our company, with our services. So If you're trying to be someone else and you're following their playbook, it might not work with you. You have to figure out what your skill set is, how you're going to thrive in your role. And I'm sure you'll get there. If the role is right for you and it matches up with your personality, your character, and your skill set, you're going to be fine. Just keep looking for your unique angle. That's what makes us tick, right? Saver Street can help you get control of your money as well. Get out of debt, get through your money struggles, and learn to thrive in your personal life. We know how stressful it is when you have money struggles and you really just can't get out of them. Get out of that cycle. Go to saverstreet.com and book a complimentary consultation. We'll figure out where you are in your personal finance journey what your next steps are and create a roadmap with you to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. Visit saverstreet.com right now to see more. So, okay. I will sometimes get the question, 
How can I know that I'm doing better? That's, I mean, that's not that hard. Set some benchmarks. So when you're losing weight, there are two different benchmarks that people use. The scale, sure, but also measuring your waist and and various other places in your body that you're trying to lose fat. You have to send some, uh, set some measurable benchmarks. I use SMART goals in everyday life and financial coaching and career coaching, right? SMART goals are really excellent, helpful for setting, setting goals that you can achieve. SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Set yourself some goals and start measuring your progress against yourself. You can only move forward in time, right? You can only move forward. And measurable goals will tell you if you're getting better or not. So if you're at a, at a job, your goals, your KPOs, KPIs, should be measurable. That's what makes them really great KPOs, uh, key performance objectives. It's usually your annual goals. If they are not measurable, make them measurable, and then you'll know how you're doing. All right, last thing that I hear often when I'm talking about comparing yourself against somebody else, I'm competitive. It's helpful for me to compare. It's helpful. Yes, I get it. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm really competitive too. So be competitive with yourself. When you're competitive with other people, I understand that that if you're competitive by nature, you know, you play ping pong for the first time in a while and you can't help yourself by getting upset that you didn't win, right? So you're competitive by nature, sure. Understand that when you are competitive with other people, you need to make sure that it's a game to you and not a significant stressor. One thing I love doing in the office is making everything a game, everything. So let's just say you're a great high jumper and your competition is a marathoner. First, like great job because it's hard to do. Second, make sure that you're picking the right people to be competitive with. Make it friendly and make it fun. I, uh, when I was an acquisitions editor, we all had signing goals and I knew some cutthroat competitive people who had their signing goals, they would sign series of books and anything within that series they claimed as one of their signing goals. Well, we were in, we were in the science and technology sector of Elsevier. I'm not going to get much more specific than that. I think that whole division has reorganized and changed, but there was this one guy who would sign a bunch of series and the books within those series would be pretty cross-disciplinary. So they would, they would merge and melt into other people's signing goal areas. So people got annoyed because they had been working on signing a book that was in a certain area and up comes this other guy who signed a book within a series and he gets to claim it as, as his own. Well, I thought that was just horrible. I, I hated it. Uh, it didn't really affect me that much, but I, I just thought that was a bad policy and made for a, a poisoned well, if it if you would. A place where people hated to work. They, they really disliked the environment. It made it terribly competitive and people were starting to get distracted in their competition with other people within the company that they were not thinking about the customer. Now, all of this went through my mind in like the split second, but mostly I just didn't like the attitude that people were starting to have and and the competitive nature. I didn't think it was productive. So you know what I did? I signed a series with with somebody I I really admire, a, a top cancer researcher, 
or maybe my first one was a top geneticist. I don't recall which one was first. I think it was the geneticist. Anyway, I don't know how much you know about human genetics, but it's super cross-disciplinary. I mean, you can do human genetics and virology. You can do human genetics and, you know, pick your discipline, pick your medical area, pick whatever you want. So we signed that series about human genetics and and epigenetics. And every single book that I had that crossed into another person's area, another person's signing goal, I split the signing with them. We divided out the work that we needed to do, who's going to present it, who's going to get reviewers, who's going to write the copy, who's going to do, you know, all the different work. We split that work and we split the credit. So I took the competition that was being had in the office that turned, that had a bad flavor to it and made it a much nicer flavor. This goes into one of my other podcasts, Always Be a Giver. You can change your culture if you're a giver. That's just, this is just one example of it. But I, I hated that competitive culture, even though I'm super competitive myself. I wanted it to be a friendly competition. So we turned it fun and friendly and made sure that our competition helped us all and kept our eyes on the prize, eyes on the customer, the people we were trying to serve, the whole purpose that we had our job. You can't forget why you have your job, right? So bottom line, comparing yourself to someone else makes you try to play their game and pulls your attention away from what matters most, serving your customers and serving your team. Play your own game your own game, the best way you know how. Keep growing in character and as a person, keep turning yourself from maybe a taker to a matcher to a giver. You can change and grow. You can improve your life. You can improve your skill set. You can improve your character. You can become the person that you want to be. I know you can. I've seen, I've seen so many people do it and I've done it myself. Keep growing And I'll tell you what, when you start to get really good at things, you start to enjoy your life a lot more. The whole point of this is for you to have a life you enjoy, to have a life where you're having fun even at work. So be yourself, compare yourself against yourself, and you'll start to have a lot more fun. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. I can't wait please, please send me some comments and feedback. I would love it. Go to saverstreet.com if you need financial help or career help, book a complimentary consultation, and we'll, we'll figure out where to place you. I would love to have more conversations with people. Book a time. My calendar is weirdly, remarkably free with the amount of customers and clients that I have. Anyway, book a time. I'd love to talk to you. Let's get you from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm a pusher. Be prepared. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to management material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college and let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.